We really cracking open a cold one. Yeah. I a cold oh, I wish we had some beers. I wish dog. we had some cold Fuck, ones. what a dumb bag yeah. of cunts we are. <laughs> well, oh. we do normally add. <laughs> our guest today is Australian. <laughs> 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 um, we normally we normally do provide cold ones, but today we were in we we're in such a sprint yeah. across a, a race against time. Yeah, thanks time. for getting over here, by the way, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, yeah, no thanks worries. for hosting. I'm, I'm such a tool. I always pack my days so full of crap. Yeah, I really thanks. don't need to do Like I've, from now until like 1am I've got things that I need to be doing At every moment And it's just like What oh, am shit. I doing You know I'm dumb I didn't need to put all those things in my day But I do it to myself every day Nice And this is where Riley realises He's just not as cool as Tugman Aiden Jones <laughs> The Tugman The Tugman, <laughs> the Tugman. <laughs> I keep hearing Named new his nicknames fetish for fetish for masturbation Yes Correct <laughs> Uh, I my nickname's been Taco for ten years, and so uh, stupid friends of mine will like change that into other things. And one of them was uh, Tugman. How'd you get Taco? When I was fifteen, the first girl I ever kissed thought I looked Mexican. Uh-huh. Ah, and she was like Taco, yeah, and I was like. <laughs> I want to kiss you, so like, yeah. <laughs> this is back in the day when he was a sort of semi-circular tortilla filled with beef. <laughs> well, no, I mean that's Australian I've straightened out. That's Australian yeah. puberty, right? Like you start as a kid and your yeah. child's teeth fall out, and then you become like a Tex-Mex dish. Totally. And then no, first you go into a sort of chrysalis. <laughs> uh, no, that's a hard shell chrysalis. A chrysalis. Uh, yeah. That's a great word. <laughs> oh, there you go. I'm I remember that word from Starcraft. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Back when you were a South Korean boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's another stage in the Australian. I've gone uh, through all the races. Cycle. That's why oh. Australians are so free with racial slander, is because we've been all of them. We know yeah. what it is. You've been what? You've been Australian. You've been South Korean. Yeah. Uh, Tex Max. Mexican. Not North yeah. Korean, weirdly. They, they don't no. do that one. No, absolutely not. They're disgusting, no. those people. Well, no, I, they, they think that StarCraft is like a, it's their plan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to con- oh, for to the con- future. Yeah, their plan yeah, yeah, yeah. is is to conquer Earth using um, uh, you, you mainly uh, using uh, fire bats. Yeah, well, they're the yeah. Zerg. Wow. I feel like North Korea are the Zerg, right? Oh, yeah. Just slowly well, encroaching with their gross time. little creep. <laughs> 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 uh, those are the good nerdy Starcraft jokes for our nerdy Starcraft yeah. listeners. Actually, North Korea is really handy as a racial reference because we can rip on them all we want, and they're never going to hear this because they're all starving. No, and true. poor in their yeah. little uh, gated community. So they, and, and we're 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 starving and poor, but uh, but we're kind of open to the world with access to the internet. Imagine yeah. if like they like you know like they're allowed limited access to the internet in North Korea, but one of the things they are allowed is the Trash Future podcast <laughs> because it's so anti like the Western form of capitalism. <laughs> they're like, no, it's good. You're like you get to find out about the ridiculous products they have in like the last days of Rome West. <laughs> um, what you? <laughs> you think you wanted a T-phoria? No, yeah. no. Kim Jong-un will protect you from the T-phoria. And then we yeah. say, like, Kim Jong-un's a wanker and it all goes to shit. <laughs> Banned again. Our huge North Korean <laughs> or fan the, base. Or it could just be that it's such a substandard bit of entertainment that this is example enough of the, like, the fallacy of the West. Like, look at them. They think this is good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. They They're don't. trying to show this to people. <laughs> so... Uh, oh, right, we should continue introducing ourselves. I think this is great, for the record, actually. I think this is a lovely thing. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Thanks. Yeah. That's so, that's so nice. It is hard to take compliments, isn't it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> if, we, no, if, we, if we wanted to respond to that compliment on Twitter, how would we do it? Uh, you would at AJ underscore taco is what you would do. And yeah. then you'd say something like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, you're, so, you're like on Taco's casting couch right now, Riley. <laughs> He's like, no, no, you look great. You look great. So uh, yeah, have you done anything podcast. like this before? Yeah. <laughs> How badly do you want to be famous in the world yeah. of podcasting? You want to be a star? You want to be in the talkies? <laughs> uh, so uh, Taco is a stand-up comedian uh, who we, we saw the other day, and he just had such a cool show that we figured we wanted to talk a little more about some of that shit. Taco on- little more. Oof. Worst joke of the podcast so far. We're not very far in. Could we're not, have we started technically now yet? Oh, yeah. yeah. We've oh, started. Yeah. So we're in yeah. fucking well, good and What ready. we do, we, mm. dece- we regularly deceive our guests. Sick. To try yeah. and get them to say something racist. Yeah, and then we, which then I already have done. So and we don't open thing with, with that. All, yeah. all podcasts monetize in a different way. Some do ads. 
like like Crooked Media does ads, Chapo Trap House does a Patreon. We do blackmail. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and we're blackmailing comedians, a famously rich demographic. Yeah, it's yeah. um yeah, and uh, I mean good there, and also the fact that literally no one knows who the fuck I am, so I have no <laughs> reputation to tarnish. Like if if it got out that I had said something racist, that would be the first anyone had heard of like, me. Oh, so he's just, Australian. You know, That's <laughs> and in Australia, this racist wouldn't be man news. appears <laughs> on podcasts. <laughs> 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 um, uh, also, though, for the record, I've changed my changed my name. I'm going by Aiden Jones now, rather than Taco. Nice, um, I, you know, because I don't want to be a forty year old man calling himself Taco. I think that's, <laughs> that's the saddest. Well, I thing. like those that you're in that transitional period where you're yeah. like Aiden Taco Jones. Like yeah, you're so you're basically like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who yeah, at some point in about 2005 decided he didn't want to be the Rock anymore, but that people only knew him as the Rock, yeah. so he had to transition. Yeah. That that's just one of the many ways in which you're similar to Rock the Dwayne Johnson. Yes, correct. Mm, it's true. Other ways, uh, visual Johnson, similarity to an Aryan Brotherhood member. Eyebrows. Yeah, eyebrows. Mm. What about his eyebrows? Oh, he's famous. For his eyebrows, is he? he? Raises his eyebrows. Yeah. Do I have nice eyebrows? You know what? Sorry. I could I, get lost in them. I was at uh, <laughs> I was at a lady's house this morning, and she plucked the middle of my eyebrows. So thank you for noticing. A lady oh, you man. knew, or uh, no, just <laughs> a random lady's house. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I found myself there yeah. <laughs> in the midst of a drunken slumber, and I woke up, and she said, "You're a nice boy. Let me pluck those for you." And then I left, like a really low key version of Stephen King's Misery. <laughs> <laughs> I've never so, seen that. I'm just gonna yeah. go, I'm gonna crash right into the cast because gentlemen yeah. I think it's time to cast yeah by Shall the way cast? yeah oh yeah sure Cut yeah. podcast sure yes and I'm Milo Edwards <laughs> Milo underscore Edwards <laughs> from every other episode of this podcast yeah follow, you might remember me from <laughs> follow my badass on Twitter Raleigh R double A L E H a name I regret and will always. Uh, publicly announce my regret for. So this is mm. Trash Future, the podcast about how the future is trash still, and <laughs> your buyer's guide to the dystopian hellscape of late-stage capitalism. Are we well? <laughs> uh, the future is trash still. Yeah, Gary, that's fun. I love how you've been to so many stand-up gigs in the last couple of days. We're now saying, are we well? Yeah. <laughs> I also like, I have no idea what this is, what this is going to be. Let's, mm. g- let's get into it, man. Well, we're not even naked yet. <laughs> uh, so because I just completely neglected to explain the way in which this cast works, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk, I'm going to mention a, an item that's for sale in this, the dystopian hellscape of late stage capitalism. You guys, based on that, guess some details about it. Prob- I, I'd, I'd say, you know, venture to the weird rather than what you act the sensible. Mm-hmm. We've gotten too many yeah. good guesses recently. Sure. Um, and then yeah. we're going to talk about some, you know, troubling trends in property. And I'd like to hear your interesting story about sure. property because, uh, mm. you know, we're, we're all, all so young that if we went on Wheel of Fortune, we'd have to rent a vowel. Ah, are you, you, but you, wait, do you not do stand-up comedy? You don't do stand-up yeah, comedy. Do. Oh, you do do stand-up <laughs> comedy because he said you've been to so many stand-up gigs that burn. So oh, yeah. I assumed that you'd not seen stand-up before. And it was because <laughs> I, I was so. Boring. So I was like, that was, an, that was an all right joke. I've been yeah, because you're the dude playing with all the knobs and levers here. So I was like, plus oh, the mixer got as some, well. Yeah, mm. I was like, oh, you got some skills. So you. Oh no, I have do. no skills. I just have, I just have knobs and levers. Yeah, well, you have this mixer. He just earns enough money to buy a mixer. That's basically that's my skill. <laughs> All right, yeah. so, what item, so what item do we have? Uh, so we are talking about um, the perhaps the smallest house in London. Oh, sick. <laughs> mm. I already have a great story for this. Yeah. <laughs> the property which went on the market for the last, last month for the first time in 50 years. Um, I'm going to give you a hint. It was valued quite highly. Uh, despite it needed a full renovation... And is only 290 square feet. I don't know. I can't conceptualize how big that is. Uh, That's fucking like, small. It's like I mean, less I'm... than nine feet wide. It's like less wide than this room. Oh, wide. And how long is it? Uh, probably not. Well, however, what, 200 and... Um, well, oh, nine, yeah. nine into that. So what's that? But to, and also two floors. Yeah. It, this is going to mm. get complicated. Oh, and it's two floors. Yeah. Oh, doozers. So it's, what? It's like 28, nine. It's like four foot. No, it's like 40 foot by nine foot. Yeah, it's really small. This is the fucking thing. What's that? Like three meters by like fucking like Welcome 15 to the meters cast. or something? 
I just I'm Australian, so we mm-hmm. use fucking real measurements yeah. that make sense. So I got to. Well, I mean, I, I, do, I do yeah. as well. I'm Canadian. Oh, you're Canadian. I yeah. just I don't understand. It's just this this article that I'm taking. Oh, all right, I can't right. I can't think in square feet either, and I am English. So yeah. No one thinks in square feet because you never like the weird thing about Britain is that we use metric and imperial. We use like imperial for some shit and metric for most things. Yeah, because you guys do liters and shit, right? Yeah. Well, so yeah. like petrol is sold in liters, yeah. but the the efficiency of cars is quoted in miles yeah. per gallon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's almost as though someone's trying to trick you. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, that's that's the that's how small the property is, and it's located in Chelsea. Mm. Ah, nice. Do we have to guess how much it went for? I want I want you to uh, I want you to make make a couple of educated guesses sure. as to how much you think this cost. Uh, first of all, can I just detour and say that whenever I hear the word Chelsea, and I did this today because I was watching the football. Uh, I used to work with this girl at a cafe in London called Chelsea. She was this uh, mm. Chinese girl and she like gorgeously didn't understand a lot of words that like, you know, <laughs> re- weird words that you wouldn't use in everyday conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I, would I love just, that I, she gorgeously did it. Oh, it was so cute when she <laughs> wouldn't understand and she would get angry and then like get angry at me laughing at her and I'd explain the word and she'd be like, yeah, shut up. Um, mm-hmm. And so I used to call her chimney because I like giving people nicknames mm. and uh, she, I just was like, ah, I'm going to call you chimney. She was and narrow she, and black on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know what a chimney was, so I had I like drew a childish like picture of a house and like put a chimney on the top and was like, "That's you!" And she was furious. Um, <laughs> I whenever I hear the word Chelsea now, I think chimney. Yeah. So when I, also, when I drew um, Dick Van Dyke shoving a brush up her ass, that was when she really got annoyed. <laughs> this property in uh, in Chelsea or chimney, as we might call yep. it. Yeah. Chimney for Dale. The Royal Borough of Kensington and Chimney. Yeah, yes. the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chimney. Uh, I want to say, I want to say 2.1 million pounds. <laughs> Oof, Maron. That's a... <laughs> <laughs> it's price is right rules. Close without going over. I'm going to say a cool half a mil. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, we've got up and down. We've got up and down. See, I, the reason I'm saying that is because I heard about that fucking parking space that went for like 800 or whatever. And I'm guessing that this property has some sort of outlandish use that alters the value. You know what I mean? Not like it's sort of some sort of torture chamber or something. It's like it's actually <laughs> inside Roman Abramovich's dick. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why it has such a small <laughs> square footage. <laughs> it's Roman Abramovich's urethra. The and Qatari own, Royal Ball Sack. If you, <laughs> and if you own that, then you own all of the sperm within its uh, juicy walls. Yeah. <laughs> sperm which were originally part of the uh, Soviet Union state apparatus, but which were acquired by Roman Bramovich legally, <laughs> completely legally, and fair being, and square. And now being used um, to fertilize the wives of the Chimney Football Club. Ah, yes. We can't get sued because I've not used... Their actual name. Well, because previously they had to use um, a, a certain Mr. Mr. Terry's sperm yes. to fertilise the wives. He's of, of the course defected uh, to the wilderness that is Brummingham. <laughs> Brummingham, mm. one of my favourite towns. So, as to who was right about the guess? Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were a bit above. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you were actually below. Uh, wow. It went for seven hundred thousand pounds, but requires considerable renovation. Yeah, what's the renovation? Jesus wanked. How are you going <laughs> to renovate that? Uh, I don't, uh, very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> As, yeah. yeah, because it's like heritage listed. <laughs> I'm really piss off Abramovich yeah. if you start banging around with a sledgehammer in there. I think probably because if you swung a normal sized hammer and a full and one full arc of your hand, you just tear the whole thing down. Sure. Yeah. And then it would only be worth six hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm As, gonna be I'm gonna be kind of boring here and suggest that maybe like. Seven hundred thousand pounds as well as they like ambitious like London property agents. No, prices. it sold for that much. That someone actually paid that. Yes, but might this person be a moron? Because I think that's probably not what it's actually worth. Here's the thing, uh, this person I know who this person is. Yeah. Ah. Um, oh, this was it's Riley Father. <laughs> 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 We're champagne socialists, but not that bad. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, the person <laughs> my list- father would only ever buy me a flat in Clapham. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the person listed as the buyer was a Mr. Robin Swales, uh, who owns uh, the North Oxford Property Company, who was my university slumlord. <laughs> oh, great. Ah. Okay. Yeah. He sounds like he should be like b- backing up Macklemore on a, on an album track. Like, <laughs> yeah, what was his Macklemore name? Macklemore beat Robin, Robin Swales. Swales. Robin Swales. Sure. So, I have I know someone called Murdoch Swales. I wonder if it's any relation. Murdoch Swales. Murdoch Swales. Name. Right. That sounds like a double-barreled last name, doesn't it? It does. That's it really does. A match made in heaven by the mm. sound Jonathan of it. Murdoch Swales. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, because when I was when I was living in uh, in Oxford, um, uh, like the house I was in, um, it was housing uh, six people. Sure, mm. but it was also um, the main area had uh, precisely uh, one window at the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, my room had um, a very decorative black mold, uh, and then it That's had this extra. thing where it had this sort of veneer of recent being recently renovated. So it had a sort of a shiny plastic kitchen. But the whole thing was quite a bit like a model home, where the first time you go to use anything, things begin to fall apart. Like the house is kind of has an ablative armor to protect <laughs> itself. Um, and by the end of the year, I was sort of regularly cutting my feet because the tiles weren't so much grouted in as just placed down and glued. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So. Welcome back to Unfit for Human Habitation, Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> Man, <clears throat> so I... Uh, have you guys read that London uh, rental opportunity of the week column oh, yeah. in Vice? Oh, yes. yeah, the Joel Golby thing. It's I good. lived in one of those. <laughs> it, uh, so it was a warehouse in uh, Stoke Newington. The title of the piece about it was uh, A Shelf in a Warehouse in Stoke Newington. We'll link to and, this on the show notes. Oh, it's... Oh. The f- okay, so... The uh, room was advertised on a bunch of Facebook forums, you know, those like warehouse r- groups and shit. Mm. And it was three fifty a calendar month. And uh, I, I went in to look at the room because it was just after I was getting kicked out of my other flat because my housemate was mm. a con man. And uh, we'll go into I that went, later. Yeah. <laughs> I went in and the girl who was showing me the room was this like Australian hippie chick. She was like 40 or 45 or something. And she just had these gross dreadlocks and she, uh, <laughs> she like led me through and the place was very dirty. And then you go up these stairs that are like almost, it's almost like a ladder that you climb up and you're on a wooden platform. And she goes, Oh, like, uh, we've had a carpenter check and it is safe. All right. We had a carpenter check and this isn't going to fall down. And, uh, half of the, like one of the, there were two walls and then like another kind of half wall. And then the fourth wall was just like some sheets that were draped down and the mattress had no uh, like sheet on it. And it was so fucked. Um, I didn't get the room. I would have taken it. You didn't? But I would have taken it because I needed somewhere to live and I was poor. But mm. as I went, I went back down into the lounge room. Someone else that was sitting there, one of the other people living there was like, oh, they mentioned the Vice article and I was like, oh, what Vice article? And this girl flipped and started going like, the fucking Vice, those fucking cunts. They don't know what it's like to live in a fucking share house or in a warehouse, those fucking rich kid cunts and like going off. So I looked the article up and I read it. It's so good. It's so well written. <laughs> um, it's a f- really amazing read. And I toyed with the idea for a while of like writing a rebuttal to it. Um, but I, after a while, I accepted that they were absolutely right and the place is completely fucked. Read the article, man. It's so good. I, I lived in I, one of the other rooms. I love the idea that oh, that shit. girl is annoyed at Vice for saying that this is like a shit rental opportunity. Mm. As though it's like, it's because Vice, like rich kids who don't understand what it's like to live in. It's like, no, their point is that like London living conditions are ridiculous and expensive whilst also being shit. Like their point is not like, who would live in something like this? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's yeah. nowhere to put my top hat. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, as much as I hate Vice, which I do, <laughs> I'm willing to go on record and say, that Vice is the most successful pyramid scheme ever devised. <laughs> <laughs> it's now worth like $2 billion because they just keep persuading people to pay more and more for shares, despite the fact that like that doesn't actually create any revenue. <laughs> it's like notionally worth money because people are willing to pay money for shares in it. It's a pyramid scheme. Huh. Mm. So, so you went, you actually went to one of these London rental opportunities the week house. I want to get back to that yeah, because you, it's fucking fascinating. No, I ended up living there. episode that the Roman Abramovich's urethra is worth £750,000. <laughs> well, we can now. But needs renovation. But it's an inflated market. It's yeah. only... Only because so Only many people erects. are trying to get into it. It's an inflated <laughs> market largely because of that girl he slept with the other day. Did he sleep with a girl the other day? How do you know that? <laughs> How do you know those things? Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, like my... F- uh, yeah, oh, my flat's fine, but it has now got chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fuck, can we just check if... Uh, your phone is closer at hand if Spurs equalise against Chimney or... Because, f- I mean, that'll take this pod. Well, I mean, Spurs, well, Spurs are always play fucking equalising against Chimney, Chelsea. Sorry, soon again. <laughs> always, every day, every fucking day. What was for the... fa- for uh, for any listeners out there? Um, 
Aiden is a big fan of uh, the Spurs, but I have some bad news for him. They're not. Damn it! It's still one-two Spurs Chelsea. What? And if you ah, can... so we scored and they fucking scored again. Any any listeners who can like later when this pod comes out, message us with the day we recorded on, working backwards from the information at hand. We'll get a special prize. <laughs> what will that? What do you think? Well, that yeah, prize I was. Is? I thought you were going to throw a prize down there. Uh, I don't a know. Picture like of a... Roman Abramovich's urethra. <laughs> a Chelsea themed dick ring. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you'll get a Chelsea themed dick ring. It doesn't come... have Chelsea on it, but it's just kind of racist. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Chelsky. Uh, okay. Chelsky? So Chelsky? I, I really do no. want to hear more about this London Red Sox. For real. I, I moved into one of the other rooms, so they didn't offer me that room. Oh, mm. but I moved into one of the other rooms because this uh, they kicked this other girl who was living there out. And then the person who got my room didn't move in for like another like two months. And when he did, he was a hoarder. He moved in like four... He moved into uh, a shelf and decided to hoard. He was already a hoarder. He'd been living yeah. somewhere for five years and he moved, I kid you not, three trucks, like three moving mm-hmm. vans worth of stuff, all of these speakers, like 30 old bicycles, a boat motor, all of this fucking stuff. So I cleaned the area in front of the door to my room. Fucking hippies, man. I cleaned like the whole area out and so it was nice. And then the, like the next week he moved in and it was just piled from floor to ceiling of this warehouse full of fucking crap. And uh, then have you, have you considered the possibility that you just moved into a commercially trading warehouse <laughs> that didn't sell any of their so wares? He yeah. bought like a forklift truck, <laughs> and, like, all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit. Like he brought a load of Eastern European guys <laughs> in high vis jackets. Uh, yeah, yeah, Honestly, kept making me walk through the kitchen in high vis. And I mean, if you yeah. if the world, the world's worst hoarder by that standard is Jeff Bezos. He owns warehouses around the world just full of shit. Who is Jeff yeah. Bezos? Owner of Amazon. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. His last name means kisses in Spanish. Oh, that Jeff nice. Kisses. But he's so much more evil than Jeffrey that. Jeffrey Kisses. <laughs> but really what he existed to do is, you know, strip workers of their rights. Yeah, Amazon, I've mm. heard, it's awful. Uh-huh. Uh, but a very good service like- that offers uh, amazing, amazing products at and, very yeah. reasonable prices like, and for example, speedy delivery times. And for, yeah. ex- for example, microphones. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Well, God bless you, Jeff. The Kisses. thing is, actually, like the Amazon, <laughs> the Amazon warehouses. <laughs> You've broken Riley, <laughs> Jeffrey, and his lovely little kisses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's like a fucking weird like range of like romantic gifts from Amazon. It's called Kisses by Jeffrey. <laughs> um. ma- I love that the idea that maybe he makes he rules his company with such an iron fist that whenever he walks into a room, he makes everyone go. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm just imagining Kisses for Jeffrey, everyone. <laughs> And then they're like, they're like, we don't want to do that. And he's like, I'm sorry, do you own Amazon? No. Who owns Amazon? Jeffrey Kisses. <laughs> now. I'm, just, I'm just imagining, uh, <laughs> love, love the problematic gay voice. I'm just imagining, though, more that um, there's a new range for Valentine's Day. And the, and the banner ad is just a like shirtless Jeff Bezos clutching his shoulder and seductively looking behind, <laughs> looking behind himself against a pink background. And that's the new promo. Jeffrey kisses. <laughs> that's that's the picture I, ha- I put out in my shrine on Prime Day. <laughs> when we get when we gather around for the Prime Day meal. <laughs> What's Prime Day? Oh, Amazon Prime Day. You've oh. not been celebrating Prime Day. Oh, you'll be the first to go in the purges. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Once the Alexas turn on but, us, what, by which we mean you'll be the first uh, to get a DVD copy of The Purge from Amazon for free to encourage yes, you to sign up for purges. Prime Day. Aiden, I noticed that you are not preparing the prescribed Prime Day meal. <laughs> no, Alexa, I don't celebrate Prime Day. Aiden, you know I can't allow that. <laughs> Who's Alexa? Is that the person who ranks those pages on the internet? No, Alexa. <laughs> she goes, she reads them all. <laughs> She's like, I like this one. I'm going to give it a two. I'm Alexa, the page ranker. <laughs> Alexa, I've got a new website, bigknobs.org. So it's a charitable organization for people cursed with big knobs. <laughs> Nice. When I was, whenever I was leaving like troll comments on, on the tab, which is like a university online newspaper in the UK, which I have all universities now, but it was like a Cambridge thing originally. Yeah. I was, and they used to make Stalled you Cambridge leave an Valor. email address, but they didn't check if it was a real email address. So I used to leave like comments saying like, this article has like m- made me want to like kill myself or whatever. Like it's so bad. Oh, like, hilarious. How edgy. Again, what an edgy you were. You know, this kind of <laughs> shit, right? And, uh, and then I would just, call, I would have like a ridiculous name and then my email was like, you have to leave an email address. And I'd always put like the editor's name, like is 
a big fat wang, like <laughs> at, at big fat dicks. And then we would, uh, our joke was always that we would just change what was after the dots. So we'd be like, I think I'll go with dot TV today. Sure. <laughs> at big fat wangs dot TV. That would be, um, I like and they would have to validate the comments. They would read through and then get to him address and they'd be like, Oh, but bigfatwangs.tv today. Okay. <laughs> I like that you said edgelord then. I mm. think that's a very funny I, I'm, thing. I'm from internet. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I'm, I'm here from internet. I am the lord of the edge, said he. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the Three rest little girls from edge. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the Mikado? Like edgeware. Oh, I was going with Lord of the Dance. Oh, I was going. Me. I was going with Gilbert and Sullivan. Man, we, thinking, we just all were passing. I, I the was night, thinking huh? Edge Lord is someone who can wank for ages. Oh no! I mean, yes, but no. Yeah. I mean, I mm. can. Not that yeah, I want to yeah, brag. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can wank for That's so what the long. Of Jeffrey kisses is for. <laughs> I can just. Go, I can. I can do such a long wank, but I'm really <laughs> fast at sex. I mean, no, not that. <laughs> fast at sex, <laughs> and you. I don't have I don't have time. I'm so efficient. I don't have time for long sex. I've, I've optimized my sex. I optimized. barely notice I'm having it. <laughs> uh, Alexa, put on my sex playlist, <laughs> and it's like Kraftwerk. Um, but yeah. my, my sex playlist is techno. Oh, oh that's nice. <laughs> Techno's back popular. Yeah, again. techno is back. You're right. Yeah. Hmm. That joke didn't hit factually Ow, the way I was like. Riley just tried shit. to do that like Essex gang sign where you like flick your wrist and the make a clicking rap. sound, but he just injured himself. Oh, we <laughs> fuck man! When we discovered <laughs> that, I was in year nine and someone taught us how to do that. And uh, there was this is a, not a nice story. There was this kid Tom Grantham in the year above us who like we didn't Shouts like, out to Tom. and he couldn't <laughs> yeah. do it. And he like tried to do it one time, and he was like, "Fuck, fuck." Fuck! He was like real angry, so we all stood around him in a circle and did it. And he fucking was so upset. Uh, I was, I was. Benny wished his mother hadn't taken all that thalidomide. Now, Uh, I'm sorry, Tom Grantham, if you're listening to this. You may very well be. He was a weird dude. Yeah, that's um, that's core in our demographic. Yeah, and that and that boy grew up to be Jeffrey Kisses. <laughs> Fuck all those guys, man! Because I can't do the thing. I'm going to become a billionaire. <laughs> I'm going to form a company with warehouses so big there are undiscovered tribes in the middle of them. <laughs> so, so speaking of the warehouses, what happened with this hoarder? Mm, well, um, I lived there from like January 2016 until my visa ran out in July 2016, and uh, just towards the end. I remember the guy, the dude was like real weird and he had this big beard, but really? I think he was like, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had this massive beard. I can't remember his name, but like hippie girls would be all over him. And, uh, he, like he always had <laughs> Is girls. Is that a like, real boat motor? <laughs> 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 you can boat motor me. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate hipster <laughs> accessory. You mean you've seen the ocean? What is it like? What is it like? Uh, mm. well, he um he got a girl pregnant in Spain and uh or like she he was he got her pregnant and then she went back to Spain or something and he was like I remember him telling me like oh I've got to go and like mumbling through his beard like oh I've got to go um like be with this girl because she's about to give birth to our son and uh it was like in two weeks time she was giving birth and he wasn't there and he was like yeah I'll buy my ticket like tomorrow and then like two weeks came and went and he was like fuck I've got to do it and then like she gave birth and then one day he was just wearing a suit and he like left the house to go to the fucking airport because <laughs> <laughs> like, his kid was born like a week ago and I never saw him again <laughs> <laughs> wow! Is he wearing a suit. He's wearing he... a suit because he was like, "Oh, my son's been born, and what? I'm gonna go my meet." Babies are notoriously go? formal. <laughs> <laughs> my question is like, did he mistake? Like, he was like, "This is a very important event in my life." What else has been important? Court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess he just had one suit. Like, I guess you know. He this just is your father, son. He's like. Why is he dressed so poorly? <laughs> he always used it? to rock like Megadeth shirts and shit. Like he was, mm. you know, I mean, these people were idiots. But uh, cargo shorts? No, mother, this must be some kind of mistake. <laughs> hey, um, Aiden, have you ever lived with any other colorful types? He said, setting you up for a story. Uh, I feel dirty even telling a story now. My show, mm. I'll just pitch my show. Uh, Edinburgh's over. If you're going to be in. Uh, Perth or Adelaide or Melbourne sometime in the first third of 2018, come and see my show, The Abisham Flat, at one of those three festivals. Uh, it's about a guy I lived with who was a con man. 
he told people in our flat that he owned the flat and he, they thought he was the landlord. So they gave him the rent and he took their money. I wrote a blog about him every week in secret and mm. he got arrested for fraud. So not mm. wanting, not wanting to spoil your show because anyone listening to like we, basically how this pod came to be is we came to see your show. Yeah. Well, actually that's slightly unfair. I, well, so I met Aiden cause we were gigging together in Eastbourne. Yeah. We had a very yes. romantic time wandering yeah, around the worst town in the UK. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like English e- old people. That's our Eastbourne listeners. English smackheads and like Romanian men who have been desperately missold. <laughs> like, I come to country to make a better life, but this is shit. It's worse than Romania. Um, yeah, no. So but it was, it was okay though. There were like eight people there. Yeah, yeah, we, we really had some good, fun. Yeah, really good. We did time. a terrible gig, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man, it was good. Man, I've got a, a a paid set off it in October. It's ten percent of the bucket of what I assume is an equally poorly attended gig. There's not going to be any money in a bucket. You just get a timeshare in a bucket. <laughs> you just get a small <laughs> amount of a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you get at least the handle or the bottom because the rest of it's useless. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it could be a small plate, like a curved plate to put oh, like yeah. a baguette on, like a mm. trench, like a trencher. A yeah. trencher? Yeah. Ah, d- like a Tudor plate, but they're made of bread, aren't yeah. they? Is it? The, the Tudor, Tudor people used to eat, uh, used to use like stale bread as plates. Yeah. And they used to eat the bread at the end. Was there a reading list for this podcast <laughs> that I missed? <laughs> oh, did you not get the... Um, <laughs> the required reading. <laughs> God, he's probably not even got through the Kama Sutra. This is where we take our clothes off. We do, no, we do it You're really going to need to lube up for the second <laughs> half of this. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, we, we, we saw Aiden's show and it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, we stood up all the, and I hate standing. So the yes, fact that I enjoyed no. your show is, is a credit. Like, it was so. so good. I started with Thank a standing you. ovation yeah. and just kept standing. And kept going. That's right. And you guys were going to sit in the window mm. and then the uh, Bunch of fire code fascists. Yeah, some f- yeah, something about it's not mm. safe. It's in not safe. In case people needed people to escape out of yeah. a third floor mm. window. Well, yeah, Which, to be fair, my gigs do often catch fire because I'm fucking killing. Fire! <laughs> yeah, the, those those fire code fascists who are the same as the Charlottesville fascists, of course. Now, this is now off mic, but actually, just it's a quick thought. Uh, this is probably going to come out at some point in September when this will have been like eight news cycles ago. Sure. Yeah. So what I might do is I might say something like, and we're going to hear a little more about the Aberdeen flat after this quick break. <laughs> Again, mm. sick. <laughs> I love. I love. <laughs> uh, welcome back, uh, Jeffrey Kisses. On my <laughs> welcome back from Jeffrey Kisses. <laughs> Fuck, I love that guy, man. <laughs> we've got we've got a new character for the show. Oh, Jeffrey Kisses, man. Um, we've got like e- Elon Muskenegger, who's like comes in <laughs> a periodically. Oh, that sounds it's like very... we need to live on Mars. <laughs> um, well, I think my favorite version of Elon Musk is the Elon Musk who sounds like he's about to say something problematic, but then actually walks it back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where Elon Musk yeah. is like, the only problem is the blacks because we really need to give them more civil rights. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or. I mean, it's just that women have a harder time working in tech, which means that we should actually actively try to hire more of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Accidental or confusingly woke Elon Musk. Yeah, is a yeah, favorite. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, what we've got uh, Aiden to do is choose a, a choice entry from the uh, blog record he kept of all of the fucking madness that happened at this Abersham flat with this like crazy con man and black mold and dripping nostalgia. Yeah, 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 sure. Yes, nostalgia, not urine. Yeah, um, not urine. Uh, that's right. You remember one of my jokes? Thanks, dog. And, and I spoiled it on the pod. Oh uh, no, that's not the. <laughs> that's not the way. Yeah, and, people um, will people will come to the show and see it and go. That was the one. That was the. That was, I heard the urine joke. I came for the urine joke. My jokes are. You, so know, you know they what it come is. Out that, of the dark, with, man. With with, with, with the urine joke, stay for the stench of urine that permeates <laughs> the cabaret Voltaire. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna. I was gonna say everyone comes to Aiden Jones for the urine jokes, but they don't realize is that there's a lot more than urine jokes. Yeah, man. There's there's dick jokes, porn jokes. <laughs> Uh, the one Urine about the jokes. dog. Chlamydia, <laughs> yeah. jokes. chlamydia jokes. Chlamydia jokes. I really enjoyed Fuck the chlamydia yeah. one. Thank yeah. you very much, dog. That's my but, last bit of material. So what we've mm. got, we're, we're going to talk about just one of the episodes um, of this blog. I encourage you to go check it out. We'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, the blog, yeah, yeah, it's still up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's still up, but 
Yeah. Um, and uh, go check out the show if you are in. Uh, remind me of those three I, festivals. I, I haven't even fucking applied for them yet, but I will have by the time the thing comes out. It's uh, Perth Fringe, Adelaide Fringe, and Melbourne Comedy Festival. Okay, sick. So tell me, <laughs> what the fuck happened in your hell living situation? Okay, so uh, mm. or just one of the blogs that isn't in the show, so I can talk about it now, was about uh, after Andy... Uh, I kind of fudged the facts in the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. I say that um, so Andy... Who was Andy? Oh, Andy was the con man, sorry. Andy was the guy who uh, was telling people that he was the landlord. So after he disappeared for the last time, in the show I say the next day the police came in, actually what happened was there was about a month where the owner was trying to get the house fit for habitation because it wasn't and then uh, she kicked everyone out and um, just uh, like started with a whole new bunch of people in the flat. And for that mm. month, I was still living there, but I knew I had to leave at like the end of January. And these other guys, there were three guys, uh, these Moroccan guys, Aron, Alai and Anas or something like that, um, living in one of the rooms. And they didn't really speak English very well. I think but I saw them at AAA Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, good, that's a good, that? that's an Edinburgh Fringe specific joke. Nice. It really sounds like the conjugation of some Latin verb. Aron, alai, alas. Arera, maris, alas, alis. And they, they didn't speak English very well, so we spoke Spanish together. And mm-hmm. uh, my Spanish is like pretty good, but not like amazing. As um, good as the Moroccan guys. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they speak Spanish in Morocco, yeah, apparently. I do, they? Yeah, they love Spanish. Spanish. French well, there, are several, there are several Spanish exclaves in Morocco, yeah. like Maria. Uh, yeah, because um, fucking the Moors, like right, Tangier. came up through Spain. Now I'm in my fucking element, you cunts. <laughs> the Moors <laughs> came up and built a bunch of castles. Alhambra. Uh, yeah, something like that. They, they, built, built, a, they built a big say it people carrier. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then named they, a palace I, after I, it. I love the idea that they actually they built a car called the Cordoba Caliphate. Ah, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a lovely name for a car. Um Yes, so, the famous Sayat Caliphate. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth on the outside, rides like a dream. <laughs> and fuel economy that's best in class. <laughs> um, so these guys, uh, one like evening I came home and uh, there was a guy from the agency cleaning the flat that they'd hired and the agency had told him to not let anyone in, but I called the agent who I knew and I was like, oh... You know, he let me in, and then these three these three Moroccan guys rocked up. But he, the, this cleaner guy, didn't know who they were, and the agency had said if I let anyone into the flat who like isn't supposed to be there, then I'm going to get kicked out. Like I'm going to be in big trouble. But I knew these guys, and we were like real cool to get like you know that we were becoming friends, and they were on the other side of this door knocking on it, asking me to let them in, and I was trying to say in my Spanish under pressure, like, I can't let you guys in, I have to call the agency, and this cleaner standing behind me telling me not to let them in, and they started screaming and fucking yelling, and like, ah, oh, brother, you know us for, like, all in Spanish, like, you know us for three weeks and all this shit, and they fucking kicked down the door of the flat. Oh my um, god, It damn. was so fucking stressful, Having man. heard your show yesterday, that flat's doors were always yeah, getting kicked oh, down. Yeah, they got kicked <laughs> off the hinges a few times. Um, <laughs> the, the letting agency's main expense was like <laughs> fixing doors. the door repeatedly. <laughs> they should have just bought a new door. I don't know, man. <laughs> it was almost like it was like a dummy door that oh, was made wait, to be on. kicked was in it, like in the it, set of a play. Was it a Japanese mm-hmm. flat with like paper sliding doors? Was oh, that the I imagine. issue? Like you burst through like... Here's Johnny in uh, the, oh, the yeah, Shining yeah. or whatever. And took your shoes off very politely. <laughs> because Johnny always takes his shoes off. He does. Um, he might want to murder you, but he's very, you know, he doesn't want to track any dirt in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the the greatest thing when they came in, like, I still, I'd just gotten home, so I had my jacket and my bag, my backpack was still on. And mm-hmm. uh, these guys are like yelling at me. And then I kind of slumped down in the door frame and was like, oh my God, what is my fucking life? And was like trying to cry, but like I couldn't cry. And um, then they kind of calmed down, but they were like, one of them was like, why didn't you let us in? Like, fuck you, man. What the fuck is going on? And one of the other ones was trying to calm that one down. And then the third guy just like, uh, this is so nice. He went into the room that they all shared and he took out a prayer mat because they were Muslim and he just went into the kitchen and like faced Mecca and started praying. It was really nice. 
Little did you know he was praying for your demise. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's like the plot twist. Like, the next week I got chlamydia. <laughs> please, please, Allah, turn this man into a pillar of salt. <laughs> the, uh, Mus- the Muslim God hath a wrath is, unknowable. Is it pillar of salt? That's quite more of a, than Old yeah. Testament. Yeah, sort of that's... Uh, yeah. And Allah was like, I'm not doing that. Aiden's my boy. <laughs> I'll just give him chlamydia. <laughs> the he loves of, that. The essence of being... A, <laughs> the essence chlamydia. of being a good ally is being a good, uh, you know, compromise. <laughs> a good ally, about. like Allah is really well versed in new leftist theory, like oh, identity yeah, yeah, theory. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet, though. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's actually been like there was like a typo early on in writing the crown. It actually was Ally. <laughs> um, really, it was just Allah was really into uh, you know like identity politics and yeah. You know. No, of course, identity mm. politics is pretty neat. So that sounds like a, a, a very fucked situation. Also, the other thing I w- I've been wanting to ask. I know where Amersham is. Where's Abersham? Oh, Abersham Road was the name, the street the flat was okay. on. It was in Dolston. Oh, E eight two L N. Oh, right. The we- postcode. If anyone wants to go there, yeah. thirty nine Abersham Road. Um, <laughs> if anyone wants to go there, uh, could you please go there and collect my bank statements so I can have the bank send me a new card when mine runs out next year? <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I don't have a fixed address in the UK <laughs> and I can't get a bank card without one. Sweet. Do you live full time in Australia now? Yeah, yeah. My visa ran out in uh, August twenty sixteen. Oh, so youth mobility visa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was on one of those for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a harsh mistress, that youth mobility visa. Yeah, man, I was going to marry uh, my housemate Rosie, who lived with me in that flat. Uh, we were going to get married for a time. There was a serious plan of us, like, fucking, we were going to do it in the summer and we were going to get a thing, like, get a uh, like a little church and have a party. And that was, I was like, because she's a, a citizen and uh, she agreed to marry me if I paid for, like, a party and it was just going to be fun. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it was like they can fucking ask your family and they like get statements from your family to say that you've been together. And me and Rosie went around London taking photos together <laughs> as like a way of proving that we were a couple, you know? <laughs> Made a sex tape, you know. Yeah. Was, uh, HMRC can actually demand yeah. a sex you can tape. Actually sh- can they demand a sex tape? Oh, yeah, they can, yeah. Actually, really? Yeah. Why would HMRC Fuck. demand a sex tape? <laughs> to prove that you're not like, I actually claim uh, tax deductions <laughs> on the amount of sex I've been having. <laughs> I expense a lubricant <laughs> and ride it off against my income. Tax. She is my wife, but she does demand a small fee for her time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also she sees other men and demands a small fee from their time as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, That's how we uh, pay for the wedding. She's an accountant. Uh-huh. Uh, of course. She, does, uh, she charges by the hour. It's very above board. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's very above board. Below board is extra. Yeah. <laughs> mm. The naked so, accountant. So wait, could I, what was the process of you actually going house hunting that led you uh, to the flat in Aversham Road? Oh, oh, nothing whatsoever. I'm a lazy idiot. That's why I lived there. <laughs> and that's why I lived in that fucking awful vice warehouse as well. Because like I, when I moved to London, I'd moved to Idea London. Idea for a brothel name, the vice warehouse. The vice warehouse. Sorry, Cor- God. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <coughs> Milo's just patenting that right now on his phone. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Uh, no, I'm texting. I'm texting the guy that I'm staying with because I've got his key and he's coming home. <laughs> what a um, dumb cunt! <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the pod. Shout out to Zach. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, shout out to Zach who's actually saved my life this week. Has he? Laying me like t- like Zach has basically really let me live in his flat to a much greater extent than the extent to which like we are friends like so we're friends before you're friends now. we're friends a, now it's the start of a beautiful thing that was a beautifully well constructed sentence I really liked that yeah <laughs> uh, it, was, it was so it flowed so well it was, it was um, so beautiful you could probably have like a family of six live in it he was one of those I think he's I think he's applying a pay it forward principle I think he's stayed on some sofas in his time sure uh, and he feels like this yeah, is yeah, his yeah. karma is he's finally kind of elevated himself to the like status in society where he can have people Sleep in his place. Yeah. Like I've had fucking couch surfers uh, with me before, but I don't live in nice places. So I don't feel like yeah. I got a lot of karma out of that. No, maybe. <laughs> Although when I'm couch surfing, I will like I will live fucking anywhere. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I got lucky with this place because it's really nice. But like if it have if it had been like a hovel, I would have still been like, thank you. Thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. Much. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when I first come to this country, Scotland. <laughs> um, <laughs> So does that almost underlie kind of the psychology as to like why you go and see a shelf and you're like, fuck yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, because I mm, love a good I, shelf. I, I, this is what I deserve. I'm a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a dusty old book. <laughs> this is my. I'm home. leather bound, <laughs> as in bound to become leather. Oh yeah, that is that is very much like, that's well, another you're stage. Get killed by a serial killer, <laughs> and he's gonna wear your skin. Yes, that's what I want. That's <laughs> next year's show. Another stage in the life cycle of an Australian, spending so much time in the sun over the course of your life that you become leather. <laughs> you become a bag to be fair that's what like uh the kind of joke is about uh like ladies with all the fake tan and stuff on the gold coast which is like the australian mm. essex and it's like their ah. skin is like handbag leather like that mm. you can't tell the difference i thought the australian essex was australia oh now you've heard my feelings um <laughs> No, the, Not the, you. the process. <laughs> I say lovingly, lovingly prodding Aiden with my foot. <laughs> Which you somehow removed the shoes of. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I used my hands. It was very conventional. <laughs> I, I'm actually from Essex, so Is it? I can say that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You sort, you sort well, I'm of from are. I'm from like the Essex-London borderlines. Well, my family are all Londoners. Like They're all from central London, but they just moved out and decided to raise me in God's own hell, <laughs> which is Essex. It's like, it's a place where people, like, people are rich, but dumb as fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. The nouveau riche, which they wouldn't understand what that meant. No, they would not. That would be like, but you are German. <laughs> Shut up with that fucking German. <laughs> and I've got like a bright white Range Rover that says like fucking what the number plate is like something really expensive but nonsensical. It says like babe on it. Well, no, it'd be very expensive but nonsensical. Like like what like 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 Gucci daughter. I saw like, one the other day. It was a fucking Range Rover driving. It was near Epping Tube Station, which is near where I live, and it said B nine gay. I was like, <laughs> like, so like the guy's gay, but he's not threatening. <laughs> Like what the fuck kind of like B9 guy? Well, maybe yeah. maybe it's like a like there's that there's that anti anti muscle ache cream called Ben Gay. Could mm. be that. Oh. Could be related to that. I was about to make a chess joke, but I realized that chess boards don't have B9 on them, do they? Gay to B9. Like a guy who's really into chess, but he's also like he's smart in chess sense, but yeah. dumb in that he calls people gay. <laughs> chess pieces are like minces over to the other chess pieces. <laughs> so, so the, the, the the bishop inches closer to a pawn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, he touches it threateningly. <laughs> I, d- I shouldn't have said that about bishops. Uh, you know, ah, because the church thing. Because uh, gay that. men should never be associated with the pedophilia that's rampant in the in the Catholic Church. Yes. You know that, that's oh, there. I thought you were going to yeah. say because gay men should never be bishops. <laughs> well, uh, no, I, no. I, my opinion is no one should be bishops. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, and no, but that that. That is true. It's a la- it's a lazy joke. It's a lazy joke. And I don't think it that's a lazy joke. I don't think it, I don't think it needs to be a joke uh, if it's just true. Which is that <laughs> no one should be bishops, right? No, that's not a lazy joke. That's just true. Yeah, that's the truth. The mm. church should be dissolved. Hell yes, Henry the Eighth. <laughs> Dissolve those Spicy. monasteries. <laughs> Dissolve them. Uh, oh, what's something? Silly? I you should be allowed to marry Anne Boleyn. <laughs> <laughs> I demand. It is man's right in America to marry Anne Boleyn. <laughs> Your Majesty, what is America? Yeah. <laughs> it's America we've heard so much about in the in the in the in news the, parchments. In the, in the fake news <laughs> the scrolls. News <laughs> the fake the fake news MSM, but it's like <laughs> it's like so oh, Walter my Riley of CNN <laughs> is here to see you, ma'am. <laughs> my lady. Just <laughs> <laughs> like play them into the court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, oh God! Mm. I, I've 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 had um, I've seen I've seen some shitty living situations in my mm. time as well. I moved almost moved into. Um, um, oh yeah, go yeah. At one point, I also was looking at one of these warehouses, um, but it was clearly uh, like an active trading warehouse. Um, very, <laughs> Actually, very recently, Riley had a zero time. hours contract. <laughs> He made, he made friends with some Romanian guys. They still, they still WhatsApp. <laughs> you can sleep on forklift. Huh? Je- Jeffrey kisses. Mm. Um, Jeffrey kisses. No, I, I, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I went in and like the, the bed was just a mattress that was held up by some old filing cabinets and stuff. Um, mm. And awesome. they were like, we don't really have heating, but there are space heaters. Uh, and your neighbors are... Uh, active currently trading warehouses <laughs> that uh, mainly take the copper out of stuff 
<laughs> Where was this? This was in uh, in Hackney as well, close to Hackney Central. Like Hack- oh wow! Oh, right near right near the yeah. fucking Amersham For- flat. Yeah. Mm. For- fortunately, I I I live near there near London Fields as yeah. well. To anyone who wants mm. to stalk and murder me. Um, mm. uh, fortunately, I was I I, I, I was rescued uh, by finding a much nicer place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, yes. Thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> Riley. Riley lived in like a sort of like American Psycho style luxury flat for oh, a while. Oh, really? Yeah, um, for a long time. It was like it was like full on like it hadn't been decorated since the nineties, but it'd been decorated no, in a very like lavish like pre financial crisis early way to mid two thousand. Yeah, my theory is that the banker who bought it. Redec- like decorated it like he had a, a like a it was huge it had two balconies and shit um a pool table with red felt that was matched to an accent wall that was also red that was itself covered in black light paintings of strippers oh yeah, my you had God. a cheryl cole uh, you lived calendar. in this place yes who are you that's <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it was it was it was mostly open space, and so we we had like we were able to have like giant parties. Unless yeah. you're my estate agent listening, mm-hmm. in which case we never did that. Yeah. Um, and it, we're like, gone like, now. It's fine. All that shit. But the, the, it, oh yeah, it's true. I moved out into a much nicer place. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> like Riley less... Quinn, the anti-capitalist warrior, <laughs> moving from luxury yeah. flat to nicer flat. <laughs> no, it's I, nicer. I, I want. I like to think that maybe the absolute boy. In as much, <laughs> in as, much as it's like less. It's 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 less like gauche, basically. Yeah. Did so the banker what decorated that and then in two thousand and eight he threw himself off the balcony and you moved I in can straight after. Only hope so. <laughs> um, yeah. No, and then it, he just stopped renovating it, so the entire thing now stands as a kind of um, oh. like living memorial. Yeah, to it's this like sort Pompeii. Of, yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like, uh, it's like <laughs> he's actually just like a fucking rock in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy's <laughs> like covering his face, fossilized. <laughs> Yo, my name is Bantamandius, lad of lads. Look on my flat, ye mighty, and come up to my room. It's like it's like it's like a fucking ID card from the bank is like fossilized on there. Uh, yeah, his little lanyard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lehman Brothers. Well, mm, mm. good thing I bought this on credit. Now that I work at Lehman Brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was owned by the Lehman Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but the whole thing was like crumbling. It had problems with, like, not crumbling. It had problems with mold. Certain elements of it were falling apart. Like, there was a fridge that just didn't work that was being used as a cupboard. But it had all these mm. trappings of luxury. Upcycling. Right. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. So, like, it was a it was a husk inside. Mm. It was like exactly. nice outside, but you kind of tap it and it starts. So uh, that's to why that's why yeah. I loved it. I was able to live in a metaphor. Yes, mm. beautiful yeah. for society. Delicious. <laughs> oh my god! Well, like, so there's like this weird thing in Moscow where like Moscow property is nowhere near as insane as London property. It's oh, like wait, comparatively we... dirt cheap. Uh, do, do you know what my? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. I'll yeah. let it out. Yeah, yeah. We did. We had a whole car oh, shit, drive yeah. to discuss. Regular, this. regular listeners of the pod are aware that I live in Moscow. Um, but yeah, there's like uh, so Moscow is like relative to Russia what London is relative to the UK. So it's like the insanely expensive place to live wherever on moved. But like it's nowhere near as insane as London. However, like Russians just do not give a fuck about like if somewhere is inhabitable to live. So like a mate of mine went and viewed an apartment where they had converted the kitchen into an extra bedroom. This was like the first time that like the estate. Agents had like renovated it, and they were like, "There's no kitchen." They're like, "You don't need kitchen. You can order food from takeaway." They're like, like, "This is there's not even a sink. This is insane." And they went into the bathroom, and there was like a huge fucking oil painting hung on the wall, and they were like, "Why is that there?" And the estate was like, "No reason." And he's like, "Why? Why is there a massive oil painting hung on the wall?" And they're like. No, it's just uh, for decoration. Like, no one does this in a bathroom. And he's like, no, no, no. And they started to, like, look behind it. He's like, no, 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 no. And then the estate agent, they managed to get him out of the room. They look behind There's, like, a huge fucking hole in the wall. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> on the fucking cheap oil painting in front of it. <laughs> so it was literally a load-bearing painting. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I thought <laughs> you were going to say something about, like, it was stolen and they were hiding it there yeah. or something like that. Well, uh, it's the perfect you know, place to hide it, a flat you're giving tours of. In, in <laughs> Russia, there are really strict rules about doing renovations in your apartment because, like, Russia are so fucking insane that there used to be problems where like people in a, like in an apartment in the middle of like a fucking 10 story apartment block would just knock out a supporting wall <laughs> and the whole building would collapse <laughs> <laughs> 
This used to happen all the shitting time. Like, some guy is like, ah, the lodger's doing some renovations in his apartment. I'm like, yes, you can see him there in the window. Oh my God. <laughs> As the whole thing fucking 9-11 style collapses. Yes, what, 9-11 style, because it was destroyed from the inside. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh my God. Yeah, George that's Bush knocking out supporting walls <laughs> in fucking Khrushchev. <laughs> One of those guys on the basement floor just wanted a bit of extra room to play 10-pin bowling. <laughs> <laughs> we talk in the oligarch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, What's a stock trading scheme If you don't have a 10 pin bowling thing In the lobby you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely like, The, waste like, of the time. people living below Just like constantly like <laughs> oh yeah, the guy upstairs has his own bowling alley. <laughs> we think he may have taken our supporting wall. <laughs> we call it apartment roulette. But it's getting very good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the <laughs> of those pins. Oh, that's a spare. He's getting better. <laughs> I, I I did a much better pin crashing noise than I thought I was. Yeah, that was do. good. Yeah, yeah. And better than any of us gave you credit <laughs> for. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I might work on that further. <laughs> yeah, now you have to write a joke about bowling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm. So, speaking of which, have you uh, have you checked in on our uh, on our number one listener, our human hashtag content factory, and the final segment of every I episode have. of this oh, trash future of ours? Fucking sick. Uh, <laughs> hang on one second. Oh, fucking sick, mate. <laughs> so, I decided this week to um. So, this is a segment we do every week. Yeah, which is I'm the really excited. Steven Seagal fact of the week. <laughs> okay. Um. Because Steven Seagal is the gift that keeps on giving. Sure. Steven Seagal's Wikipedia page is longer than it has any right to be. <laughs> this it's is the standard so intro long. we do it every week. It's a good, like, 15 iPhone screens <laughs> if you open all of them. Like, it's really... Um, so I decided this time to, like... I, the awards and nominations section caught my oh eye. God, yes. The only award that Steven Seagal has ever been nominated for. He's been, all, he's been nominated for, like, about 10, but they're all the same award. <laughs> which is... Which is the Golden Raspberry Award, which is that one for, like, the shittest film. <laughs> uh, he has had no nominations. Not even a Golden Globe or, like, one of the shittier, like, you no. Know. It's a daytime Emmy. Well, yeah, sorry, nothing. You, 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 don't, you don't think, like, uh, like, like Under Siege was going to get an Oscar? Yeah. Or, uh, or Sniper Special Ops? So what, is it, what he has been nominated for is uh, Worst Actor, mm-hmm. Worst Picture, mm-hmm. Worst Director... Worst supporting actor, uh-huh. worst actor again, worst picture again, worst screen couple. <laughs> shared, <laughs> shared with his guitar. <laughs> worst original song, shared with Mark Colley for the song Fire Down Below. Oh, and worst actor again. But the only time he won it was for worst director, which was for On Deadly Ground in 1995. On Deadly Ground was really bad. <laughs> On Deadly Ground, it's a song about rising sea levels in Bangladesh. <laughs> Is it really? No. Oh. I think it's about him being a, I'm an ex-CIA special ops karate commando. I've been sent behind enemy lines to kill the Arab Chinese <laughs> who have taken Liam Neeson's children prisoner. I've never... Uh, I don't. No, uh, On Deadly Ground, it's not, that's not a CIA one. That's the, one of the other kinds of Steven Seagal movies. That's, uh, he's a mercenary who's uh, seen it all one. No, but he's like, ex-CIA, FBI, Navy SEALs, <laughs> Delta Force, SAS, sure. British Queen Army. The problem is... Karate. You know who... But, like, have, you see, have you seen On Deadly Ground? No, I have not. You know who's the, who is the opposite number in On Deadly Ground? Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. What's your guess? Oh, f- Britney Spears. Jeffrey Kisses. Michael <laughs> Caine. Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. It in is. the 1990s, Michael Caine talked like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's... You uh, were only it's supposed <laughs> to uh, liberate the hostages, you, Stephen. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Australian comic Ben Russell who has a bit where he does an impression of Michael Caine as the character Chewbacca. And it's phenomenal. And I won't even attempt it because it just won't do it justice. Well, I'm struggling but to anyone, conceptualize what that would even be. Exactly. Allow your mind to be taken on a tour. But it's in terms... Uh, a, we'll link it. If there's a YouTube clip of it, we'll link it. There might be. Okay. Just Ben Russell is amazing. Um, but mm. in, in on in on Deadly Ground, the best part of it is because like I think Steven Seagal at some point like because this is an '80s action movie made in the '90s basically. Is he mm. must have like read at some point that in '80s action movies like when the villain dies, it's always ironic. 
right? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so, like, you know, diplomatic immunity, it's just been revoked, that kind of mm-hmm. shit. And it actually hasn't. It's just no, it's that's not broken <laughs> international law. Uh, yeah. Um, but also, that's not necessarily how diplomatic immunity works. Like, there are still some crimes you can commit. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Like, what it, are they? Do you know? Um, like, if, even if you're a diplomat, you still can't, like, murder. Yeah, 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 sure. You yeah. Know, like, there are agreements. Just diplomats going around raping people, going, yeah. it's fine, I'm a diplomat. <laughs> so, like, diplomatic... <laughs> like, diplomatic, oh, sorry, I didn't realize. Yeah. Like, di- I guess I'm taking one for the international relations team. <laughs> no, so the, that, the, so the assumption that diplomatic immunity means you're, like, immune to all crimes and I'm... Uh, um, unpunishable by any law like mm. that's like that's the same level of truth as like oh you have to tell me if you're a cop or it's entrapment sure but on mm. the subject of um on the subject of uh, of on deadly ground um how that movie ends because it's like it's like a very ham-handed environmental film and the villain mm. michael kine mm-hmm. oh he's the villain oh <gasps> never that's like putting casting david attenborough as the villain i'm gonna make i'm gonna make they sure look similar we're now observing steven seagal <laughs> You'll note how he moves. Yeah, incredibly ungainly. <laughs> so no, so so Michael K. No, he was he was still young. Steven Seagal. At this Observe point. how he touches the thugs lightly on the wrist, and then they do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so so Michael Kane, the villain, um, is. Uh, Kicked into a vat of his own oil. <laughs> what oil then, that's been like made oil, yeah. from him? It's <laughs> been squeegeed off him painstakingly <laughs> oh, over God. years and no, years. Old, I only, only, I only get the first pressing Michael Caine oil. It, you really, it's a little more expensive, but you really notice the difference. Well, the thing is, you, you, you always, you think you buy extra virgin Michael Caine oil to cook with. That's better for salads. You know, the normal oil will be fine. Sure. That's oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Michael Caine oil that was extracted mm. before he turned twelve. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but when you put when you put the real virgin Michael Caine oil in your tomato sauce, oof, my wrong. That's the real stuff. Just like Mama used to make it. Huh? That's, the, that's the scene in Goodfellas where they're cooking in prison and slicing up the garlic with the little razor blade. Oh yeah. You know, no, my favorite is the Godfather one where it's like. Hey, Michael, come over here. Let me show you how to make pasta for 20 people. Uh, you might have to cook for 20 guys someday. <laughs> uh, I do remember that scene. I just yeah. watched The Godfather recently and The Godfather 2. Not Ooh. 3 yet. Godfather 2 is yet. good. Godfather 3. Yeah. I actually found the first one. I like the first one better. But how's this? Yeah, uh, I me, the first one. Me and my friend Blake in Melbourne watched the first one together because we fucking just started living together and we were loving it. And mm. uh, we told people we were going to watch the second one. And uh, our, another friend of ours bet us that we wouldn't get... We were like, we're going to get up at like nine and watch it. And he bet us 10 bucks that we wouldn't do it. What, what an a idiot. stupid bet. What we happened? Made ten, we both got up and watched The Godfather and had a great morning and made 10 bucks each. So you were paid to watch The Godfather. We were paid Sick. to watch The Godfather. I'm a professional... If I write a review of that, I'm a professional film critic. You're a professional watcher of The Godfather. Uh, yeah, I at think this that, stage, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, you, yeah, oh God, can we switch jobs? And I've only seen it once. So one of those oh. shit articles you get on like the Metro where it's like, looking for a new job, these guys in Australia get paid to watch The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always like, actually, they don't. Like, that's always the conclusion. It's like, in Japan, you can get paid to stroke cats. And it's like, no, one guy got paid to like sort of stroke a cat one time. Yeah. And the Metro is desperate on a, yeah, on a bet because like, you know, fucking the cat had a weird disease that so, was uh, contagious. Hey, like, you wouldn't touch that clicks. cat. You like, totally touch that cat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now the guy has one arm. But pretty funny. But hey, you made twenty yen. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. Twenty any, yen is twenty yen, huh? Any any anyone got any more for any more on Steven Seagal, worst director, but ten time Razzie nominee? Well, I I don't know. I don't think I was going to say that before. I don't think I've seen Steven Seagal in a film. But I'm really bad with faces. And oh names my god! No, you would remember this. Go to um, Seagal. Go because Steven Seagal. Uh, shouts out to Come Town. Uh, mm. <laughs> Steven Seagal is one of these actors who, like, one of these actors we hear so much about, <laughs> who, um, who was sort of became an action star for basically no reason, and then famously just got fatter and older. But in proportion to that, he also got crazier and more grandiose. Steven Seagal is your parents, but he's a film star. Sure. But he like, just gets fatter he, and older. That's like, genu- <laughs> like he genuinely believes that he's in like an Aikido master who was taught like by a mysterious Japanese stranger. Like he pretends that his he's so good at Japanese that his English is getting a little uh 
how you say Xing Pai. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Oh wow. So he's mm. so the the whole thing of because I never knew who Steven Seagal was. Other no, but than, he like, really some did live in Japan and hero. like study. Yeah, but Aikido his English is unf- still basically fine. He but pretends like, it's bad because I think he it was wants just to... always bad. He just yeah. speaks so, like a fucking. Like, well, that, so that started thing, with the movie Glimmer Man. Is the whole mm. thing with Steven Seagal that he's. Like crazy, he's like so crazy in the public eye that it's compelling. That's yes, what that's his exactly thing is. why we. Oh, that's awesome. exactly why we check in with Steven and Seagal still, at the end of every episode. And he does he have like a social media presence that he like embarrasses himself on regularly. You know, he embarrasses himself just in the regular media. Yeah. He's always like doing a photo <laughs> op with like Putin or like. Getting... Oh, is it? He's much beloved in Eastern Europe. Yeah, really? he's been, he was. We, our fact of one of the episodes recently was that he's been given Serbian citizenship, <laughs> and, and the Serbian government has had him train the Serbian special forces. It's like, oh, like the Serbian oh, special forces, yeah. like, yeah, guys, you're getting training. Like, oh, who is it going to be? Is it going to be like other special forces or like you know some fucking like insane like Krav Maga dudes or whatever? Like, no, no, it's Steven Seagal. It's like a fat old guy who was in. I was like, but what was he in? He was in uh, On Deadly Ground. And yeah. Blue oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Steven Seagal. Oh, on, Ganesh. Um, on the first, on January 20th, 2017, tweeted three times, no, four times. Yes. Congratulations to President Donald Trump. Oh, Wonder- my days. Wonderful speech. So grateful and proud. Finally. So Sorry. So grateful and proud to finally have. He's English is bad. He split his fucking infinitive. Uh, a president for digit four, the people at real Donald Trump. Even right, the thing is, even if you're wow. a fucking Nazi, even if you're a goddamn Nazi, that speech was terrible. Like Donald Trump's speech was just incoherent dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was may- poorly delivered. Maybe Steven Seagal and Donald Trump sound like they're always spewing incoherent dog shit because actually they speak the same secret twin language and oh, they were separated. Oh shit! Birth. Maybe Donald Trump yeah. speaks Japanese. Uh, but this thing, comparing Donald Trump to Hitler is a compliment to Donald Trump because Hitler was at least good at making speeches. Yeah, famously so. Donald Trump can't fucking get a sentence out without saying like, "Well, actually, everyone agrees, huge, tremendous, because I am actually the president of France." Agrees, <laughs> yes. <laughs> R- the liberal media, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, from the trash future family to your family. We hope you find a nicer home than Aiden has in London. And have a cunting good day. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've come off really stupid on this podcast. <laughs> no, you've been great. You've been great. It's you been really fun. You've experienced the post Goodbye. Hell. <laughs>